thanks for tuning in to Bossy Babble. I'm your host, Key. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm super excited to launch Bossy Babble. Bossy Babble is a three to five minute segment where I rant <laughs> um, with transparency about topics and experiences through the perspective of a young black woman. And I want to lay it out there that everything I share is from a personal perspective and nothing is ever said to offend anyone. This is just me ranting and owning my truth and sharing my experiences. This week, I'll be talking about adulting, <laughs> the perks, the downfalls, and how to stay in this game called life, honey, while revamping yourself. So let's get into it. First, y'all, I want to lay out there what I mean by adulting. I mean, I'm pretty sure that everyone defines adulting the same way, but we're talking about holding down a nine to five or whatever hours you have, um, paying rent, car insurance, groceries, all of that. Basically, you have real responsibilities, okay? You have more shit to lose. And being in college and having responsibilities didn't count because... We had a safety net, but now we're out here in the real world and college was college. So it's crazy because I remember, and I'm sure y'all do too, being a kid, talking about what car you're going to have, what house you want, what your husband or your wife is going to look like, how your wedding's going to be, all of that. <laughs> and now you enter the world and you just like, damn. And it's crazy because now what I wouldn't give to be in kindergarten, coloring some pages, eating snacks, and taking naps. Your girl loves some naps. You know, everybody's adulting journey is so different. Mine actually just started, well, kind of started. <laughs> Unlike some people, after graduation, I didn't get a job. I didn't have a job. And... Let me keep it real. I was just, I don't know, graduation just came and left. And I didn't even really apply for that many jobs, especially enough jobs that I actually would have been offered one. I just wasn't very proactive, y'all. So if you haven't graduated yet, don't be like me. Be more proactive and know what's going to be happening after you graduate. But I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to move to Mozambique and live there for a year. Mozambique is in Southern Africa, so I was in Africa for a year. It was amazing, but it was also a challenging experience. And one day I will have a segment about traveling and my overseas experience, um, again, through my perspective as a young black woman. But I just moved back home, y'all, and started kind of adulting. I got a job at a nonprofit working with predominantly young men as a um, basically a counselor, a behavioral counselor, um, helping them to make better decisions. I can't share too much because I signed a confidentiality agreement. So that's all I will say about that. But this is my first job in the U.S. since I graduated being back home. And y'all, let me tell y'all, first and foremost, being in the office all damn day, that shit is boring as fuck. <laughs> I don't even have a window. And it's crazy because now it makes sense why when you go in the CEO's office or other people's office, they have such an amazing view. You do have to work for that, obviously. So it's been boring sitting in this little space and 
being around other people. Sometimes they have good attitudes. Sometimes they don't. And then also, I'm the youngest person in my office, and I get reminded of it every time. Um, I will say that being at a nonprofit post graduation is a good start, depending on your personality. For me, you also need to know what you value in a work environment, in a workspace. And one of the things that I do value is like um, kind of a more free spirited, go with the flow, less intense space. Now, that does come with its pros and cons. And I will say that a good thing about working at a nonprofit is the a dress code doesn't really exist. Um going on break isn't a big deal, things like that. But <laughs> being paid is a little more like, eh, y'all think we going to get paid today? <laughs> Because that's what happens when you receive funding from outside sources and you're not guaranteed profit. Um, So I will say that, but just think about it. What do you value in a work culture? What do you look for in your work environment? What's something that you can deal with and tolerate? Um, For me personally, yeah, I would love to have a window, but I don't want one so bad that I'm willing to be in an intense corporate environment right now. It's just not where I'm at. But... Everybody has to figure out what's best for them. And y'all, let me tell you, honey, don't be getting caught up on the gram. Because sometimes you look at all your friends from college and you see what everybody else got going on. Or maybe it's not even your friends. Maybe you just see what other people are doing from school. And let me tell you, everything doesn't look like what it is. And Instagram is just that. Instagram it's not an accurate depiction of reality and we all have to always remember that I know even myself I have to remember that too but y'all let me tell y'all we are adulting out here and with that being said y'all we can't afford to be buying all this expensive shit like not if we're really going to be able to say I'm financially stable right now we need to be focused on fixing our credit making sure these loan payments ain't kicking our ass but they are up to date because that shit will crash your credit um and creating an emergency fund y'all was reading this article the other day and it was basically talking about how we as millennials don't have emergency funds like we don't have any money saved and let me tell y'all we just got in the workforce so that should be our biggest focus right now is building an emergency fund um and just having a savings period so you need to calculate and figure out what can you realistically afford to save and y'all let me tell y'all y'all need to put y'all pride to the side honey if you can move home with your moms or your pops that's what you need to do um I moved back home and I live with my mom now and at first I was being a little prideful like dang but let me tell you when I ain't worried about the rent and what I'm gonna eat and things like that I do help out a little but not being worried about those things and being able to stack your bread is a blessing so if you have that chance to do that that's what you need to do and be nice to your parents (laughs) because It's going to come a time when it's going to be just you and you want to be able to stand on your own two feet. And that's one thing that I know that is a part of American culture is we feel excited. Like when we graduate from high school and we go to college or even if you didn't go to college, just leaving at 18 in the States, it's unheard of that you were at home with your parents after 18. And when you travel to other places, for example, I was in Mozambique, people living with their parents and they're like 30 and have real jobs. 
And it's because it just depends on what you're focused on. And when you're looking for financial stability, you want to move out from your parents' house when you can really stand on two feet and you're not two checks away from being homeless. Hell, some of us one check away from being homeless. So you just have to really make sure that you put things into perspective. And don't get caught up in the office politics, honey. And in my case, at a nonprofit, the office drama and the office shade, you do always have to know who you are. Spend time with yourself. This is your time to get to know yourself. We're adults now. We're learning ourselves. We're no longer in the college environment. So we shouldn't be putting on for anybody. It should just really be about you. This is your time. I can't reiterate it enough. And we're going to blink our eyes before you know it. You're going to have a damn dog. Your baby's going to be screaming. You're going to need to change some diapers, showing up to PTA meetings, whatever it may be. But let me just say this. It's going to be a lot going on. So this is your time. Cherish your youth. I will say that being at work... And starting this new job has shown me the value and the envy that comes with youth and being young. So live it up, y'all. Make good decisions. We're all one bad decision away from a different life. We're all a few checks away from a different life. So don't get caught up in the Joneses. Be yourself and just be you. You know, don't get caught up in the hype. So, I will see y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in to Braddy and Bossy Radio. See y'all next week. Woo-woo! Thanks for tuning in to Bossy Babble. I'm your host, Key. I hope that everyone is doing well. I'm super excited to launch Bossy Babble and eager to be back for our second episode. Bossy Babble is a five to ten minute segment where I rant with transparency about topics and experiences through the perspective of a young black woman. I want to lay it out there that everything I share is from a personal perspective and nothing I say is ever said to offend anyone. This is just me ranting and owning my truth and sharing my experiences. This week, I will be talking about relationships and dating. It's cuffing season. Y'all know the temperature is about to start dropping. It's about to be fall. Y'all, I love to talk. So last week I went over time. Forgive me when I start spilling the tea, honey, and dropping jewels. It's hard to stop. But let's get into it, y'all. Currently, I'm single. It's not yet determined if I'm ready to commit. But your girl is most definitely ready to mingle. (laughs) As I said last week, I just moved back home. And a commonly asked question that I get is, did you date an African man? And what was it like? And all of those other questions that come with that. And the answer is yes, I did have a little boot thing, which is to be expected when you were in a place for a year. Um, It wasn't anything too serious, but I'll share more of that when I talk about traveling and being overseas and my experience. But, y'all, being back home makes me super apprehensive to go out with people and start dating. Because my hometown, I don't know about y'all's, but my hometown is one of those places where 
if you don't leave after high school, you just get caught up and you get stuck. So it's like you just end up finding yourself going nowhere if you didn't leave after high school or go to college, like I said. And there are a few people who stayed home and they're doing well. So, yes, there are always exceptions, but we're not talking about exceptions, boo. We are talking about the majority of the people here. And most of the guys here, I would classify them as bums. And when I say bum, I mean a bum being a guy who may or may not have a job and they're in their late 20s, definitely over 25. And they don't know really what it means to date a woman and pursue a woman. These are the guys who, <laughs> when you leave in the gas station or you pumping your gas, <laughs> they yell at you, hey, shoddy, can I holler at you for a minute? <laughs> and they smoke weed all the time, honey. They love their Jordans and they play Call of Duty all damn day. Oh, and they swear they're going to the pros, so ball is life for them. <laughs> and basically, their asses did not live in reality. They just live in outer space, and I just cannot with them. I like being spoken to in proper English, and that's just not because I'm educated and I graduated from college. It's just a preference. But in addition to that, I'm also wanting to be spoken to in proper English because I am educated, and I like being treated correctly. Um, meaning just because you take me out to dinner, don't expect any ass or a kiss for even that matter. And don't always make inappropriate comments to me or hints about sleeping with me. And I'm a woman who can do both. And what I mean by that is I can dress up, be ready to go to the office. I can put on my gym clothes and go put in work in the gym. I can dress casual. I'm very versatile. So I admire a man who can do the same. Like let's match each other's fly. Um, there was a time when I had a laundry list of things that I wanted in a man and <laughs> I'm gonna keep it high. My ass was maybe like two of those things on the list. So I was one of those women who wanted all of this stuff, but I wasn't any of it. Um, but I'm older now and I've entered the world and I've grown and evolved. Yes. Let's give it up for the people who have evolved. I'm grown and now everything that I want and that's on my list I have. Awesome. And let me say this disclaimer. This is for those who are interested in dating, whether you are a man or a woman, but I'm talking about men right now, mainly. If you do not have any money, your ass should not be going on dates and you should not be asking to take people out on dates. Don't offer because don't nobody want to hear your ass offer a Netflix and chill deal to be coming over your house and drinking. Um, <laughs> I had one guy recently tell me, oh, going out for drinks is too expensive. Getting a bottle and going back to the house is cheaper. Nah, boo, I'm good. Your ass needs to go figure out how to make more money or just go simply manage your money well. Like some people, it's not even that they don't have any money. They just don't have any money management skills. So they go to work every day, but they ass ain't never got no money. And if you don't ever have any money and you go to work every day, boo, you got a vice. And what I mean by a vice is you either got a lot of women you out here trying to take care of you love drugs whether it be weed cocaine whatever it is you spend all your money in that or you have a gambling problem boo and you spend all your money in that and maybe you have advice that i didn't explain but it's the top three usually like either it's the women the drugs or gambling okay or you just out here wasting all your money on jordans but like I said, if you don't have any money, don't be taking people out on dates. 
And that goes for ladies as well. Because you shouldn't go out on dates if you don't have any money. Because worst case scenario, if that nigga, if, th- <laughs> if that shit goes south, baby, you want to be able to hold up your end of the deal. Like, you want to be able to pay your portion of the bill. Whenever I go out on a date with a man, I always have more than enough money for whatever I order whatever I pay for and a tip for the waitress honey because I don't ever know if it's gonna go south and I'm just gonna want to get up and leave okay and it's just not a good feeling to be sitting there and having your back up against the wall you know what I mean so I will say that always take money with you out on a date and I will say that one thing that I've realized is dating takes time like to date you have to have patience a lot of patience and for me getting to know people is draining learning if you're compatible or not it takes time and yeah dating basically takes time energy and vulnerability and if you're not ready to give and receive any of those things then you just might as well have a seat and just go sit in the corner (laughs) and it takes a lot of give and take and When you're in a relationship, whether it be the early stages or even dating, even friendships, y'all, because those are relationships, too, in my opinion. It's just not intimate relationships where y'all are sleeping together. You know what I mean? But it takes give and take. That's a part of a healthy relationship. That's a part of the balance. You know what I mean? And listen up and listen closely. My grandpa always tells me women know when a man isn't for them and they see the warning signs, but they ignore them and they say they're in love. And then when that man is sitting there doing the things that bothers you or disrespecting you, you acting surprised. Like, I can't believe he's acting like this right now. No, you knew that he acted like that. You just were pretending that you were so caught up and that you were in love that you didn't see what he was doing. If they calling you all the time and they get angry when you don't answer, if they don't have a good relationship with their mom or their dad, depending on if you're dating, like, if, for example, for women... If you dating a woman and she don't have a good relationship with her dad, honey, good luck. If you dating a man and he don't have a good relationship with his mom, good luck. And a side note, <laughs> I feel sorry for all the men or guys who met me when I was struggling with my daddy issues. Hell, not even just my daddy issues. There was a time when I was having mommy issues and daddy issues. Hell, it's parental issues. And I was hell on wheels, baby. And so I'm telling you as a former train wreck, And a former person as hell on wheels, leave them alone, baby, because I was fucking up some shit. I was destroying stuff. I was being hurtful. I just wasn't wasn't in a healthy place. So, therefore, I don't know. Something wasn't right with them. They elevated and go all the way to the top because I wouldn't have even dated me or given me time. So, I mean, hey, let's chalk it up to the game. But also observe how they treat people. Um, especially those who can't do anything for them. If you go to a restaurant with a man and he's disrespectful to the waitress or maybe the people who are cleaning up and keeping the area clean, honey, mm mm-mm, run, baby. Also, if they don't respect your boundaries, if they get serious too fast, those people who date you one day wanting you to move in the next day or spend the night, I'm like, whoa, what the hell? Uh Uh-uh, like, it's going to take time for me to want to be spending night at your house. And let me keep it hot. It's going to take forever, like a wedding ring. <laughs> because, y'all, I love sleeping in my own bed. And I love sleeping in the middle of the bed. So, I'm not too eager 
to be learning what it means to share a bed if I'm not about to get married, okay? Um, what else? If they don't respect your boundaries, I think I already said that, but it's true. If they can't respect your boundaries, leave them because it's going to always be some problems if they can't respect your boundaries. Um... If they playing games, honey, leave that ass at the door. If they have anger issues, run. One day they getting angry and hanging up in your face. The next day it's going to be them slapping you upside the head. And you're going to be sitting there acting shocked like, I didn't know that he was going to do that or this was. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every now and then you get, you do hear stories where it just came out of nowhere but when people have anger issues and they not wrapped too tight, they show you signs, baby. When I wasn't wrapped too tight, it was obvious. There were signs. You Like, people were just ignoring them. <laughs> but let me tell y'all this. Dating is not a game. If somebody wants you, then you will know, and it won't be a joke. Like, you won't be going and asking your friends, is he into me or not? He did this. No, you won't be doing any of that. You will know for a fact. And... If you have to go question if they're into you, they're not. Because if they're into you, you won't have to question it. And then also, let me tell y'all this. If nobody else hasn't told you, you are worthy of love. And not only love, but you're worthy of a healthy love where you feel supported and cared for and inspired. And remember, y'all, self-love is the best love. You won't know what it means to love somebody else if you don't love yourself. And who you are is enough. And always remember to pray and slay. Okay, y'all. See you next week. I'm out. Hey, hey, hey.